Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to a series on starting things, and this is episode four. You may want to go back and listen to episode one, two, and three. They were fantastic. (laughs) Then again, you may not. You may just want to dive in here. So, starting things. Now, it's important to, I want to move on to the idea of working with a finisher, and and, and talk a little bit about the reality of finishing things. So part of the reason my Dutch uncle told me that sometimes you just have to do the work, right? And part of the reason all of your, if you're a, if you're a full-fledged starter, part of the reason you've been beat up your whole life and told that you just need to focus and finish things, part of the reason for that is because people love you, right? And of course, yeah, we've got to finish stuff. Right? Like, and part of the reason the the culture sort of hammers on starters when they say things like ideas are worthless without execution is that it, that's indeed true. There needs to be execution. Nothing would ever get done if it was just a bunch of ideas, right? But as we've already talked about, ideas are actually good. Ideas are hard to come by. Starters are rare, particularly starters of scary things are rare. And so we're going to celebrate that. But how do we get things to to the finish line? So I think there's a couple ways to think about this. Sometimes my Dutch uncle is just right. You've just got to grit your teeth and finish it. And that's one of my big sort of self-declared goals. I've just come to this realization recently is as a full-fledged starter, I want to finish just enough things to give myself permission or to earn permission, mainly for myself, but to earn permission to continue to start. So let me repeat that again. My goal as a starter is to finish just enough things to earn permission to permanently start things. That's that's my goal. So how do we do that? So sometimes you just have to finish them yourself, right? You just have to write the full book, right? You just have to design the course. You just have to, whatever it is, right? If you're a starter, you've got to figure out how to finish enough things to have to earn permission to keep starting things. Now, there's another way to do it, and that is work with a finisher. There's lots of awesome finishers out there, right? They're they're I, I kind of want to I kind of want to beat up on them a little bit because they beat up on us so much. So I kind of want to say they're a dime a dozen, right? Like people who can execute. Like just go get one of those MBAs. I'm whispering because I don't want anybody to hear me, but just go get like there's a million of those. Like the, the those MBA schools are cranking them out every day. So just go get one of those those people, right? Those guys are girls. But that's not really what I want to say because finishers are awesome too. And they walk around thinking they're awesome. So find one of them. Find one of them and team up. Now, boy, as soon as I say that, we got all sorts of things we need to talk about. Because I thought it was e- as easy as sort of like a sequential kind of thing where, and, and it, it, it can be. I want to talk through a couple of these models. In an ideal world, an ideal world is you build a team around you as a starter. You find really awesome finishers that you trust, and you train them through and through with your vision and all the stuff that matters to you. And do not say it doesn't matter when it does. So it may not matter to you, but if it does, you tell people, right? Like if it does, if how that font looks matters, if 
the background in your webcam matters, like if the color, that just that subtle change matters, or the fact that that thing's slightly off center, if that matters to you, you make it known, right? And you train and coach people on getting that vision right so that people understand it, so that then you can actually let go because they're going to do it. In fact, in an ideal world, you'll find finishers who will get it, who will, you know, who will realize your vision better than you could. In fact, I have a friend who works with a, a writer very closely, and he now says that, I'm just going to use the name Bill. He now says, Bill writes me better than I write me, right? So they've been working so closely together that that's become true. So you you build a team around you that can finish things, but they can finish things according to your vision. And you have to decide what it is that matters to you and what doesn't. And be clear about that. I've been really bad at this in my career. And I'm only now, like I, only a couple of years ago did I understand how bad I was at it. I was just frustrated with it. And it was nobody's fault but my own. And over the last couple of years, I'm trying to get better, but I'm still not very good at it. But the ability to communicate, no, this is what I want, instead of just expecting people to know <laughs> what you want it to look like. Right? So you, you, you find finishers, but you retain the elements of the vision and making sure that it's, it's, it's expressed correctly. You retain that responsibility, and you have to communicate that. Right? So that's one way to work with finishers. And then at that point, if you get a team around you, it could indeed be that it's a sequential thing. Like you start something, you flesh it out, you get it designed, You know, there's a full brief on what you would expect it to look like, and boom, you hand it off to the finishers, and you may not ever even have to look at it again. That's an ideal world, and I want you to realize I've been trying to build that ideal world for years, and I'm just, I didn't have the skills it wasn't that I didn't have the right people. I have awesome people. It's that I didn't have the skills to communicate that. So it's harder than it sounds, but totally possible. Right? Harder than it sounds, but totally possible. So the other way to think about it, rather than sort of a sequential thing, like start, hand it off to a finisher, like the handoff, rather than thinking of it that way, you could think of it as a collaboration from the beginning where the finisher is involved early on, like right at the beginning. The finisher is part of the team that's there at the beginning, at the start of the idea. Hey, I've got this new idea. I want to tell everybody about it. And, and you can build processes, and we're starting to do that here using things like Trello and you know sprints and brainstorming sessions that are done sort of on purpose as part of a process rather than just some hog, yeah, like I was going to say hodgepodge. Yeah, some hodgepodge thing, right? So so now instead of just the handoff, you can think of it as a collaboration that goes on the earlier the the finishers involved the better. And and you just have to be really clear about communicating that vision. In fact, I had some great advice from a team member. Uh she sat me down one time cuz I was complaining about it was probably, I think if I was remember right, it was a font or a color. Like I think it would, this wouldn't surprise me at all if this is what it was. This may indeed be it, but if it wasn't, I've done this before. You know, that blue, we have a term around here. We like to use rock'em sock'em blue. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I just know it's rock'em sock'em blue, right? 
and the blue wasn't rock'em sock'em enough. And I remember saying something like that, blue's not rock'em sock'em enough. And the member of my team sat me down and really directly said to me, you can either care about how rock'em sock'em that blue is, or you can keep having new ideas, but you can't do both. You can't keep, so if you want to care about how rock'em sock'em that blue is, then you're, you have to turn off the new idea faucet. It's got to be shut down if you want to care about that. And that's fine. On the flip side, if you want to keep having new ideas, if that's where the energy comes from, then you've got to stop caring about how rock'em sock'em the blue is. You've told us rock'em sock'em, we got it. Right. So, so, and I think there's a middle ground, which is what I've learned recently, which is, okay, well, apparently I didn't teach well enough. I didn't communicate well enough what I meant when I said rock'em sock'em. You can't say, oh, I just mean rock'em sock'em. I don't care. You guys will figure it out. You can't say that and then care later. It's okay to care, but you got to communicate it correctly. That's, that's what I'm learning and trying to get better at. So those are some models around finishing. Number one, do it yourself. And I've got lots of creative friends that just do this. They don't even want to deal with the agency problem of building a team around them. So they just finish just enough to allow them to keep starting things, right? And they just finish just enough. They'll just keep doing that for their whole lives and they love it and it's awesome and it's great. And I could give you examples of those people and and there's nothing wrong with that model. Number two, you build a team around you and you take sort of the, the sequential model. I'm going to start things. You're going to finish them. We're going to, do, we're going to work through all the pain points and the training and the education on what it means to finish the way I want it done. We're going to get that dialed. And then, and then another way to think about this, I was going to say number three, but they're closely related, is the collaboration model, right? Where you very early on, you've got a finisher involved in sort of framing the project. And those may be different people, to be honest. Like there may be an early finisher involved, somebody who helps put framework around the idea and some structure for you. And then there may be, that's handed off to the actual sort of polisher. So yeah, starter, framework builder, polisher. (laughs) So there's three ideas on how to finish. But here's the important part to remember. As a starter, you have to figure out how to get enough things finished to earn permission to keep being a starter. That's what my career, life, and work is about. That's my goal, my only goal. And by the way, this is me partially saying thank you to you. My only goal is to have permission to keep doing this because I love it. And if you love this kind of work too, you can do it. That's the message. And I sort of want to wrap up here with that series on starting things. I hope you have enjoyed it. Please don't hesitate to share it. If you have enjoyed it, you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Apparently it helps. Apparently I'm supposed to ask. Go through a review up on iTunes. That's always awesome. But even more important to me than that is shoot me an email. Tell me what you thought. What would you like to hear more of? What's helpful? What's not helpful? And that wraps up another episode of Behavior Gap Radio and the series on starting things.